Nothing starts any a live stream event or speaking engagement with a huge throat clear. So sorry about that. I bet you guys didn't think uh, that I was even going to live stream today because I've been completely shirking that. I mean, not that it's a responsibility or anything. I can technically quick, quit whenever I want, but, <clears throat> you know... Uh, I've been very inconsistent, and if you listen to the last several episodes, you'll hear me saying that every time. So guys, as usual, you can, oh, I just got rid of the, <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram at bro, here's the thing, or on Twitter at devastator48, check it out. I do use Twitter occasionally, but I hate Twitter very much, so you'll also notice but I'm trying to incorporate new features. I can switch. What happened here? Okay. I can switch between cameras now, but it might not go that well. So you guys can see I can bring up both cameras at the same time, which might be awesome and might not be. We don't know. I'm just playing with it for now. So, guys, as you can see, the title of this episode is People Lying for Two Hours Straight. Now, I have missed out on some stuff, but we are going to take a look at Pierre Polyev, or however you pronounce his name, roasting Justin Trudeau. And then we're going to get into a debate that just came up today. Uh, where uh, I guess global news exposed that Pierre Polyev is a misogynist. And you won't believe the tag that's generating such outrage from, from the left. Um, it is amazing. And then we're going to deal with the fact that your tongue sets things on fire. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to listen to people talk, and it's going to make you angry. And then we're going to talk about how you don't need to be angry, okay? <laughs> so, fair awarding. Uh... Hey, Paula Lynn has liked the thing. Awesome.
Who would bet their own money on gateway casinos? Well, it turns out nobody. Of course, the company was just downgraded to junk status, and its parent company lost 95% of its value on the stock market before being delisted altogether. In fact, financial experts in Toronto say the company vastly overvalues its assets. But there's someone who would invest other people's money in it. The casino just got the jackpot of $200 million from this government. With the financial genius over there who invested $200 million of our tax dollars in this failing casino firm, please stand up. If it were not for global... Who would bet their...
when I go to this. Is that working now? All right, so this is, we're off to like a really good start here. Okay. So my audio is working on this, on this, but not, oh man, that is so dumb. Okay. I'm getting rid of that one. So that's so weird. Uh, I assume, so I could just do this, like whatever, I guess. It's not what I wanted to do, but that's okay. I can switch between cameras in different ways. So thankfully it's not a dead, people are trying to help me behind the scenes. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's not those things. So anyway, guys, let me know if it's still working. Anyway, again, if you're listening to this on audio, oh, this is painful. Anyway, we're going to watch this whole 47 second clip again. And guess what? I'm going to post this completely unedited. So bear with, <laughs> I hope people make it through that initial thing, but I'm replaying this. So let's listen to, let's listen to buddy again here. Who would bet their own money on gateway casinos? Well, it turns out nobody. Of course, the company was just downgraded to junk status, and its parent company lost 95% of its value on the stock market before being delisted altogether. In fact, financial experts in Toronto say the company vastly overvalues its assets. But there's someone who would invest other people's money in it. The casino just got the jackpot of $200 million from this government. Wow. With the financial genius over there who invested $200 million of our tax dollars in this failing casino firm, please stand up. <laughs> All right, so you obviously saw his face. Okay, so this is actually getting on to the next section. Um, but, uh, anyway, you get it. Uh, our money's being invested in businesses that suck and they don't work. Now I did read a CBC article, take that how you want to, but, um, I read the CBC article about it and basically, um, you know, the, this casino company is, uh, is saying that he's got a bunch of his facts wrong and stuff, but, and I don't know, but I just really like the clip and now to get to the pain and the suffering of the next, however long it takes to get through these horrible videos. So, um, let's, uh, give you guys this one. So this was today in the house of commons, I believe where Justin Trudeau, instead of answering legitimate questions, uh, was instead, um, calling, Pierre Polyev, a misogynist for having misogynist tags in his videos for the last four years. And what I learned about him being a misogynist, um, or <laughs> what the tag that's been associated with misogyny is, is going to make you guys laugh. In my opinion, it's pretty funny. 
honorable leader of the opposition. I condemned this organization and I corrected the problem as soon as I, it became known to me, Mr. Speaker. Oh. I condemn, I condemn all forms of oh. misogyny. Sorry, that's not the right start. The honorable leader of the opposition. Today is train wrecking for me a little bit, but that's okay. We're going to keep on moving on. This video is provided to you by Rebel News Canada. Wish the Prime Minister and his family a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, however, it won't be too happy for a lot of people whose costs have gone out of control. In fact, the cost of turkey is up 16%. According to a one food professor, cost of other items are up over 20%, and one-fifth of Canadians will have to reduce what they put on the plate this Thanksgiving weekend. How much will the Prime Minister's tripling of the tax on our farmers, truckers, and consumers increase the cost of Thanksgiving dinner for the future? The right honourable Prime Minister. We know Canadians across the country are struggling with the global inflation crisis, and that's why we're moving forward with concrete measures to help out. It's a global inflation crisis caused by globalist governments. But you see, see how it's not Canada's fault. It's it's uh, it's 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 not it's not him causing anything. It's a global problem, and it is caused by multiple governments who are all doing the exact same thing to their people. After we propose the GST rebate that's going to uh, help significant numbers of families across this country, uh, the leader of the opposition came out criticizing it, but then fortunately reversed himself and is now supporting our GST credit. So check it out. Um, if you didn't tax people to death um, and the inflation wasn't... Um, a pre-organized agenda um, you wouldn't need to give people rebates they could just use their money accordingly and uh, it would be awesome right like we could just skip you the middleman right but you guys need to get paid so the money needs to get laundered and that's really what the government is on a lot of things it's just the money's laundered through them and then redistributed right it goes in they take their cut and I'm not even talking about all the, like, <clears throat> underhanded stuff they do. I'm talking about it goes in, uh, they get all get paid, and then the money comes back out on the other end, and it's way less. Will he now support uh, the low-income uh, dental supports for families? Will he support the rental supports we're giving? Kids uh, deserve to have happy smiles. Why uh, won't the uh, leader of the opposition help them with that? The Honourable Leader of the Opposition. Well, they won't be smiling if their parents can't afford a little bit of pumpkin pie for them at Thanksgiving dinner. Look at the cost increases that have... I mean, he brings up a good point. So... One thing you got to think about is uh, this guy. He talks about this dental plan, and I got a video for that. Wow, <laughs> wow! Do I have a video about 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 this free dental thing? So, isn't it amazing how you have to understand they will always use children to burden your conscience and try and make you look like the bad guy, right? That's what Justin Trudeau's doing here. Pierre Polyev hates children's teeth, is the argument. He doesn't want to see kids with happy smiles. How dare he 
hate these children and their teeth. When in reality, what it comes down to is, um, you know, again, uh, dental work works like private health care does in the U.S. So uh, they can charge really high prices and usually insurance covers it. And so that's why they're allowed to charge so much for dentistry here. Um, and so if you change that system to like actual private and there was like real cost or <laughs> there was like a real uh you know you actually had to spend the money the money would be way less because they would be fighting for your business um dental dentists should fight for your business instead they all work off of a system at least i know in alberta where um they pay uh what uh they charge what they're allowed to by the government so that they can so that the person can be fully reimbursed by that it's it's not it's not great but of course now because of the ndp's alignment with the liberals uh they've brought in this dental care up to 12 um and so what does that look like oh now everybody gets free dental up to 12 free right universal or there's a nice way of saying free but again, if you're not a fool, you understand that free means tax dollars and tax dollars are extracted out of people, right? So we can go back to the video, check it out. Anyway, okay. Happened. 16% increase for the cost of turkey. 22% increase for potatoes bread up 13 percent butter 13 percent cranberries 12 percent bacon 10 percent that all adds up to an unaffordable thanksgiving dinner the prime minister wants to make it worse still by tripling 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 his tax on our farmers our truckers and ultimately our consumers how much will that add to the cost of thanksgiving uh answer a lot to help Canadians, but he will not stand with low-income Canadians who want to give their kids better smiles. Uh, but there is another important issue that on Canadian is on Canadians. You know what's amazing is that, uh, and this is not a slight against anyone who's just not making it. Uh, that's how I've felt lately. It's like I'm just not making it, you know, because I restarted my career. But um, so this isn't to target everybody, but I remember you know, specific low income Canadians, um, giving their kids like Kool-Aid packets to eat when I was growing up. Right. And like giving their kids juice, uh, in a bottle and, uh, just pop when they're very small. And, 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 and so that's really common in a lot of low income communities. And so their, their children's teeth are completely rotted out of their face. So, what what Justin Trudeau is saying is that I and you and every other responsible adult should have to pay for the suffering inflicted on uh, children. I'll tell you what. I'll make you a deal. I will gladly be taxed for all this dental work on these neglected children. Because let's be serious. That's what a whole bunch of them are. Um let's deal with the, with this issue with neglected children uh 
and but 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 maybe the the parents um i don't know they should be punished somehow i i don't know i don't know what i, I don't think jail times right cuz i don't really want the kids being taken into some kind of foster care system but somehow um you should be punished or how about this how about this we pay for your kids dental but your wages are garnished until it's paid back so how's that it's like you're getting a loan instead i like that and then maybe if you had to pay back the money you got you would make sure that you looked after your kids teeth better i mean that could be a thing right i don't know check it out almost every job on the planet offers a dental program right so think about this i work for a company where I get no paid vacation. I get the hours that I make. That's it. That's it now. And I, it's fair technically. Right. And they still have benefits and they're pretty good. They're pretty good benefits. So think about that. McDonald's has health benefits. I bet you McDonald's has awesome health benefits. So what are you talking about? This dental care thing. All you've done is taken a whole bunch of stuff away from benefit plans. Then now the benefit plans don't even have to pay. So that's whatever. Minds, particularly Canadians, women's minds as we meet here. If it were not for global Hold on. Years, but he will not stand. Let's listen. Here comes this bombshell of misogyny from from Justin with low-income Canadians who want to give their kids better smiles uh, but there is another important issue that on Canadian is on Canadians minds particularly Canadians women's minds oh for global news we would not have learned that the conservative leader has been purposefully using his videos to appeal oh. to right misogynistic online movement what is it what is the movement what is the movement devastating real-life consequences. Mr. Speaker, I call on the Conservative leader to stand in this House, take responsibility, and apologize. The Honourable Leader... The you misogynist pig! Yeah, David says uh, kettle calling the or yeah, the kettle calling the pot black. You know, that's a good point. Um, as far as we know, Pierre Polyev hasn't had to apologize for groping up somebody. Uh, uh, sorry if you have kids listening, I apologize. But essentially molesting someone and then, um, you know, having to be like, oh, she remembers the events differently. And really, like, only half apologizing, and he's, like, sorry that she feels that way. I don't think Pierre Polyev has any of that. Um, and uh, Pierre is pushing the right buttons. Uh, that is true. So, I do like this. Uh, I like it a lot. <sighs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you what these, this, um, this, this, this uh, far-right group is in a minute. But not yet. We're going to keep listening to this video. Order. Order. The Honorable Leader of the Opposition. 
I condemned this organization and I corrected the problem as soon as I, it became known to me, Mr. Speaker. But I condemn, I condemn all forms of misogyny, including when the Prime Minister fired the very first female uh, Indigenous Attorney General. You know, uh, what's her name? Uh, Wilson Raybould. Um, she is great for a soundbite. I mean, you know, even when I'm listening to like conservative media, they talk about this woman and they talk about how like just, oh, she was this great lady. She was this great lady and, and Justin Trudeau fired her. Give me a break. First of all, uh, she was a leftist. She's a leftist. She's a leftist with slightly more morals, uh, than Justin Trudeau, which is literally nothing, right? So you've got pure evil and then whatever's a tick up from that. So, but I do like that he's bringing this up. You know, he fired her and she's a woman and therefore misogyny. Now, obviously, I highly doubt that Pierre Polyev even believes that's misogyny. But I think what I can see going on here is According to the liberal standard, um, if you fire a woman and a woman who is ethnic or indigenous, it must be misogyny. It, there is no other standard. So I like that he's holding Justin Trudeau to his own standard where everything is misogyny, right? Let's rewind a tick. Misogyny, including when the prime minister fired the very first female uh, indigenous attorney general. own caucus who had to leave politics and i condemn him for when he dressed up in racist costumes yeah you know i love that um because how can he live it down right he's broken every standard that the leftists have set up he's broken all of them he's knocked them all over um you know, and he goes after a couple other things there. Let's, I'm going to rewind again so that we can hear it. But, and he, I wonder if they're not allowed or, you know, it didn't go to court. And so maybe he could be, uh, you know, maybe something, something aggressive could be uh, done to him. You know, like, I don't know, maybe they could take legal action if he brought up the uh, girl that was uh, assaulted uh, by Justin Trudeau. I don't know. Um, but he doesn't bring it up, but he brings up all the other terrible things Justin Trudeau's done. When he mistreated minority young women in his own caucus who had to leave politics, and I condemn him for when he dressed up in racist costumes so many times he forgot them all. We condemn it always, Mr. Speaker. Boom! <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait to show you. He allowed this to happen. I want to see him take responsibility for it. The Honorable Leader of the Opposition. 
I took responsibility and corrected it as soon as it became known to me. But the Prime Minister does not take responsibility for the extremism that he has funded. He funded... And that's true. Whether you believe this group is far right or whatever, or this tag is far right, uh, as soon as it was implicated that it was far right, he immediately went and deleted it. And so, you know, what's funny is Justin Trudeau essentially asks him a question. And, and before going on, Pierre Polivier, Polyev, Polivier, Poliver, that one's a joke. Um, he, he, he answers the question. He did, in fact, answer the question. Now, whether you like the answer or not, or you think he's being a coward, I don't, I don't, that's irrelevant to me. The point is, is that he actually answered the question. And that is one thing you will never see from the other side. A vicious anti-Semite to spread hatred online with tax, taxpayers' dollars. He repeatedly, in fact... Guys, also, fun fact, if you like, if you like this video... You know what happens? Your name shows up on the screen. And also, if you go into my description, there is a donate feature. If you'd like to help me out or send me a tip, you can do that. And I believe that also gets your name to pop up. And sometimes it dings and scares me because there's a massive delay in it. And um, I think I'm the only one that can hear it. So... It's just me reacting to a dinging sound that no one else can hear, and it's horrifying. So, anyway, uh, I'll rewind a second, and here we go. With tax, taxpayers' dollars, he repeatedly, in fact, so many times he can't even keep track, dressed up in racist costumes, <laughs> which he has not ever come fully to account, and he drove many women of his own caucus out of the party and out of Parliament altogether with his mistreatment of them. We condemn all of that behavior. We condemn misogyny always and everywhere, and we ask the Prime Minister to finally do the same. Yeah! Honourable Prime Minister, Mr. Speaker, we have all seen the effective campaign that uh, the leader of the opposition ran to become leader, using online videos, uh, using uh, ways of reaching out through social media. We all marveled at his admiration of old wood. What we didn't see was that every I don't understand the old wood comment. Uh, I don't know what that's referencing. I don't watch enough of Pierre's stuff to know what he's even talking about. Now the Speaker of the House is going to tell everybody to chill out. Are we done? Prime Minister, from the top, please. Mr. Speaker, a lot of ink was spilled and a lot of admiration for the effective... You know, one thing really quick while he's talking. Um, you know, I remember the Speaker of the House used to stop and admonish the Conservatives uh, and tell them to keep it down, be civil, we have rules, and now it's just like, are we done? And I, <laughs> I mean, I feel for the guy a little bit, even though he's one of them. Um... They really do just keep yelling. But also, I can understand the outrage. 
effectiveness of uh, the leader of the opposition's campaign to become leader using social media, losing, using clever videos. We all marveled at his admiration for old wood. But what we didn't see, Mr. Speaker, was uh, his uh, choice to include deliberate reach out, reaches out to far-right organizations, including hateful anti-women organizations, to try and advance his own political gains. He has played too close to the line with extremists for too long. Now he's got caught. Will he admit it? Will he apologize? Will he take responsibility? Hateful anti-woman organizations. Hey, where's your wife, man? Sir, sorry, I don't want to be disrespectful. Where's your wife, Justin? That's what we want to know. That's what I want to know. I mean, it'd be good to know where where she is, right? So we could talk about that. But guys, do I have more? Um, oh yes. Oh no. What did I just close? Wow, man. I'm having a day. I think I'm good. Okay, so I found a global short on on YouTube where she's going to explain to us what what happened here. And um, I can't make it any bigger than it's going to be, so I'll make it as big as I can. And I also can't go, I can't rewind it because it's a short. It's like a TikTok video or an Instagram reel. You can't rewind it so bear with me if we miss something hey it's laura how you doing you should go to the con i hope you're going to the conference in ontario i really do that'd be awesome okay let's bring it up let's bring it on over all right let's check it out okay so we're gonna find out what the evil tag is Pierre Polyev's official YouTube videos included a hidden tag appealing to online misogynistic movements. Ones that Canada's intelligence agencies view as a danger. Here's what you need to know. A global news analysis of 50 of Polyev's most recent YouTube videos showed that they included a hidden tag used by misogynistic online What is it? What is it? What is it? Movements. The tag is the acronym for quote, men going their own <laughs> It's a mostly online movement comprised of anti-feminists <laughs> that try to completely cut women out of their lives. Okay, so check it out. Men going their own way, or MGTOW, is the far-right group that, that Justin Trudeau is saying that Pierre Polyev was catering to. Now... I don't know if you guys know what MGTOW is, but like she said, it means men going their own way. Now listen to what she just said. It's men who are anti-feminists who are trying to cut women out of their lives completely. Sorry, I keep looking at the other camera. I'm not used to this. So think about that. These men, these men. Well, one, feminism is cancer, so good for them. Um, okay, hold on, I just gotta post this comment. Laura says, the conference would literally be the only reason to step foot into Unterrible. <laughs> I know. 
I know that. That's why I'm going. That's the only reason I'm going. We're even flying there. I know. <sighs> I'm a little concerned about it. <clears throat> anyway, guys. Okay. So, um, MGTOW is a group of sad and lonely people. And I'm not saying that to insult them. Um, they're men that have looked around um, at the state of womandom. And this is a secular thing. And go, you know what? I don't want any part of this anyway. I'm tagging out. I don't, I don't want to be in a relationship. I'm just going to live life by myself. And it's, it's a direct response to feminism, yes. And so they are far right and misogynist because they don't want to be with women that hate them is basically what's happening. Um, you know, I've watched some incel content as well. And, you know, the incels, which means involuntary celibate, they think that MGTOWs are incels in denial. So that's really the big debate that we should be having in the House of Commons, but we're not going to get to. Are MGTOWs incels in denial? That's that's the big question you got to ask yourself, right? So, and I would lean to the yes on that. You can debate me. Uh, you can debate me in the in the in the comments if you want. MGTOWs are incels that are in denial. Oh, I'm lagging a little, but anyway, okay, guys. Uh, let's keep listening to this drivel. According to the Southern Poverty Law Center, the movement overlaps with more aggressive forms of quote male supremacy. With and we know that the Southern Poverty Law Center is the bastion of truth and justice we all need. That is sarcasm. It is not those things. It is terrible. In hours of Global News sending a detailed list of questions to Polyev's office, the tag disappeared. Polyev's office said the conservative... Yeah, because if he thinks it's connected to far-right stuff, he's going to get rid of it, which is what anyone would do if they think it's bad and they didn't know. That's pretty fair. Now, I don't know what the man knows. I'm just saying that's what he's saying, and it seems reasonable. And plus, MGTOWs aren't even scary anyway. In fact, they're the opposite of scary. They just basically want to be left alone now. That's what they want. Leader was unaware embedded tags existed, so he didn't know they were used for uploads to his YouTube channel over the last four and a half years. And they said Polyev condemns, quote, misogyny and all forms of online hate. You can read the full story at globalnews.ca. Conservative leader Pierre Polyev's official YouTube videos included a hidden tag appealing to online misogynistic movements. Ones that Canada's intelligence agencies view as a danger. Here's what you need to know. A global news analysis of 50 of Polyev's most recent YouTube videos showed that they included a hidden tag used by misogynistic online movements. The Sorry. tag is the acronym for, quote, men going their okay. own way. So you get the point. Sorry, I got distracted there, guys. Um, I'm just texting my live feed or I'm just texting during my live feed um, because um, we are getting word that there are some election results coming in and we might try to watch that together I don't know that might be fun don't you think maybe anyway guys Okay, so there's this guy, and his name is Brittle Star, and you may have seen some of his videos in the past. Um, we're going to go through some of them because 
basically what I want to do is irritate you. I want to make your lives miserable. Uh, and, and I had to watch multiple of his videos. And so I believe that you should also have to suffer. I am looking at the live coverage right now. Um, all right. And I think Cliff is going to text me when they start talking about what the election results are. And we can switch to that for a bit. And then we can all be sad or happy together. But there really is no good option. So who cares? And Cliff just confirmed a via text message that he will confirm when they're doing it. So, guys, um, oh, um, we're going to keep going with the Brittle Star stuff. You may have seen some of his videos. And you may have thought that he was innocuous or kind of funny and oh, he's kind of Canadian. You may have seen the meme or gif of him eating ketchup chips, looking out the window because he's looking at America and it's a dumpster fire. Cause Trump's the president. Right. So, um, but you know, he does things like explaining things to Americans and this kind of stuff. Right. Um, someone asked who I voted for. So, this is probably going to disappoint some people, but I am so jaded towards politics right now and the UCP party that uh, I didn't even vote because I fully expect it to be, one, a landslide for Daniel Smith. So I didn't even think there's a point. Two, I, I just couldn't give them any of my money. I just, I couldn't do it. I love you, Todd Lowen. I'm sorry. But I just, I couldn't do it, man. Todd Lone is one of the candidates, and he'd be the one that I respect as a human, basically. So, yeah, I voted for nobody. I don't know. I just, I, I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't. I don't even know what I'm going to do for the provincial election. I really don't know. But anyway, okay. So, um, there's that. Yes, okay, so there's this guy named Brittle Star. And, um, I just want to give you a taste of some of his content because it's, it's really bad. Um, and it seems like sometimes he gets paid by the government and, um, his videos really have like an official, like a really official kind of like Canadian edited look to them. It's very Canadian. Um, and if you're American watching this, Perhaps you'll understand what I mean when you look at this, but this is how painful this video is. This video is him talking about wokeism and uh, kind of mocking the fact that you would be worried about it. And also, um, so we're clear, this is published less than a month ago. And he's, um, I guess, making fun of the fact that wokeism either doesn't exist or it's not a problem. But this is, this is the level of content, just as a taste are you concerned about getting the woke? Are you worried that getting the woke means having to give up your beer koozies, cargo shorts, and lawn care? Relax. Now, there's a solution. Think about that. So, this is a big thing this guy does. and In the name of being funny, he is obfuscated. It's like, okay, so here's the problem with the left. Humor is funny 
Okay, right? Things are funny when they're based on facts, right? And you distort them to make them humorous, right? So I have a funny, like I can, I will make my laugh, my wife laugh to the point where she's silent laughing and can't breathe when I explain what her being in labor is like. She thinks it's hilarious because she knows it's true. She remembers it. Truth or humor has truth. This guy, one, what does he do? The first thing he does is attacks people. If you think woke was bad, it's because you want to get rid of beer koozies and mowing your lawn and white sneakers. I don't know what he says, but like, so basically you're an old white boomer. And so you think the woke is bad, but it's maybe it's cause you hate communism and totalitarian governments who try to enslave you for two years. Maybe that's what the problem is. Anyway, I hope you're feeling as angry as I am. New imaginary woke spray. Whenever you feel your life of privilege is threatened by even just the thought of treating others who don't look or live like you fairly. So you should check it out, right? Your privilege is being attacked by wokeism. That's your problem. And like, look at this guy. Um, um, I, yeah. If you don't, if you're listening to this on audio, he's like an older white gentleman. And, um, to me, when I watch him explain wokeism, it's like um, a leftist college professor who's also a boomer um, being condescending about something they don't know. Uh, they don't understand the implications of it. They don't understand the uh, what like what's actually like at stake, and um, they the it's just amazing. The projection in this video is unbelievable because. He is the disillusioned, out-of-touch old white guy that he's making fun of, but just on the complete other spectrum. Simply spray the area with imaginary woke spray. And voila, nothing will change for you at all. Order now and get a lifetime of refills. Imaginary woke spray. By the makers of Fair Shake and Fast Acting, Don't Be a Jerk. Right, so think about this. We're at a point now... Uh, we're at a point where, oh man, it's really hard to get through. We're at a point where, um, you can make this kind of content and, and still think that, uh, what you're doing, uh, makes, makes sense, right? Like you think that you're the good guy in this situation. Also check this out. Um, rather than just making fun of him, uh, let's address a real problem. So he says right in there, um, Wokeism doesn't change anything for you at all. Oh, okay. So that was like the argument for gay marriage, right? That was like, you know, these people having a better life or getting what they want doesn't affect you at all. Uh, until it's drag queens um, um, over-sexualizing your children and having them sit on your lap at story time, right? Um, it doesn't change my life until I'm literally being taxed into oblivion and the government of Canada is covering mastectomies on 15-year-old girls, right? It doesn't affect me. You're literally stealing my money to mutilate children's genitals, right? Well, sorry, not genitals technically. 
female chest tissue, right? We want to be careful with our language, I guess, right? But but it doesn't affect my life, right? Wokeism literally has gotten us to the point where my kid can go behind my back, go to a clinic of some sort, and start taking testosterone or estrogen, opposite, and puberty blockers, which is the drug that they use to chemically castrate pedophiles, right? They can all go get that without telling me about it, right? So wokeism does affect my life. This man is a liar and he obfuscates things and he does it in the name of humor, right? He's appealing to a very specific group of people, um, but it's, it's very deceptive because he's saying it like it's humor, but he's actually really, really aggressively attacking, attacking you and misrepresenting you. That's what he's doing. This is, and, and, and when you look at him and when you actually watch his stuff, he's really one of the most hate filled people I've seen on YouTube. Um, he does it all with a smile on his face because that's funny, but he is, he is vicious and stupid, right? So that's a problem. Anyway, we're going to keep going with his content because I got another one for you guys. You're really going to like this one. I promise. I'm not lying this time. It's really good. Okay. 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 This is about the dental thing that we were talking about earlier that Justin Trudeau was talking about earlier. And if you don't understand what happened, basically the NDP agreed to side with them on everything with the liberals on every issue if they got them this dental up to 12 thing thank you for joining i have a message from the government of canada regarding the agreement between the liberals and the ndp that will see the liberal government stay in power until 2025. Yeah, this is real. This is actually content, yes. This is this is his real content that he makes. You get free dental. You get free dental. Maybe some free drugs. Woo! No questions. Like I got a question for you guys. When you just look at this dude, it's like the Brian Stelter effect. Um, like, would you let him look after your kids? I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not impugning anyone's. Like, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not accusing him of anything. But I wouldn't let him look after my children. I'm not. Maybe you're laughing. That would be great if you think I'm actually funny, but I'm not, I'm not trying to be funny here. I would not let this man look after if this man showed up as a babysitter. Um, I would not let him look after my children. Like if he was in the, if he was working in the nursery at my church, I would, I would, I would, I would stay out in the lobby with my disgruntled one and a half year old. I wouldn't let him around my kids personally. Just saying. He has that look, the 
Brian Stelter serial killer. He doesn't look like Brian Stelter. It's just the same kind of kind of vibes. So we're gonna move on. I mean, I could do that thing where I switch to the close up camera again, but there's not enough time. So um, we're gonna do one more of his videos, and I might I actually might pull up some more while this one's playing <sighs> because. It's uh, it's exciting and fun, and we can look at them together, and you can f- suffer with me. So we're gonna check it out. So this one's called "Explaining Canada Day to Americans." So yeah, I'll 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 let you see it before I say anything. Hey neighbor! Oh, hi America! What's with the decorations? It's Canada Day. We're having a little get-together. Canada Day? Yeah, um, kind of like July 4th for you guys. Yeah, but we do July 4th because we got lots of stuff to celebrate. We got Eagles and Freedom and KFC. What do you have to celebrate? Okay, right, so think about this. He believes that, um, again, he's misrepresenting something it's, but it's too much representation for it to still be funny, right? Um, America is this dummy who loves 4th of July, uh, but doesn't really know what America has. They got Eagles and Freedom and KFC. And that's it. That's what America has. And I mean, realistically, this just shows you how st- stupid this guy is, right? Uh, that he thinks that that's what America is for people. Do you understand? Like, I'm like, there's so much going on behind the scenes with the creation of America that I could get onto the conspiratorial side. But the long story short is what America should say to Canada is, um, you know, I celebrate America because, you know, um, we keep the rest of the planet in check when they want to blow up nukes. Um, obviously, that's not going very well with Joe Biden right now at the helm. But how about this? If, um, and it's happening anyway, slowly, but if America doesn't exist, then Canada doesn't exist. Without America, Canada is. 80 different countries and satellite states of anyone who wants to take it. Canada only exists because America says so. That's it. End of discussion. So you want to be proud of something? Be proud of your big brothers with all the guns. But this guy, as you would probably suspect, hates guns. Oh, whatever. Did you just say what do we have to celebrate? Let's listen to what Canada has to celebrate according to this guy. Yeah, I, universal health care. So if- terrible. It's terrible. If you break your leg, you can still afford a snack while you wait in the ER. So his argument is universal health care while you can so you can still afford a snack in the ER. Do you know that when you go to a like the um a, a vending machine at the ER, I think like chocolate bars cost two fifty, or like two seventy five or something now. Um, who can afford that? Um, check it out. I don't think universal health care is anything to be proud of because it's not universal health care. 
Um, have you seen those memes for Canada where basically, you know, someone's sick and the meme is, have you tried killing yourself or have you tried suicide? That's because we're offering doctor assisted suicide for everything now, not just if you're terminal, which is still really brutal. Um, but would seem reasonable to some, right? I can understand if you think you're about to die anyway, and you just want the pain to end. I could, I could, I can, I'm sympathetic to that. I'm not saying I think it's a good thing. I'm just saying I'm sympathetic to it, but we're at the point now where we're offering suicide for people that are suicidal. If you don't want to live anymore, you can kill yourself. And they like pushing that option. You know why? Cause it's cheap. So yeah, take your universal health care. And, uh, pound sand with it? The metric system. But to be fair, everybody else has that except you. Yeah, I like the metric system. The metric system is, is pretty great. But I like doing my height and weight in pounds and feet. Or feet and pounds. Um, now this guy's going to talk about maternity leave. Maternity leave. Because we think if a woman carries around another human for nine months, she might need some time off. Um, what do you think this guy thinks about abortion? What do you think? What do you think he believes about it? Anyway, um, so it is not the government's job to supply you with an income when you have a baby. Uh, I'm not even like, I'm not even technically against it. Like, I don't care if you take that money. I don't, um, I'm just saying that. No one owes you anything. If you have a baby, you save for it. And um, check it out, right? How's this? Uh, I believe in single-income households. And if there were almost all single-income households, um, that would also keep prices down because no one would be able to charge more for things. It would be impossible. So now... Because of the double income system, the one income goes completely to daycare and all kinds of stuff and gets eaten up before it even gets to your bank account. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no. Maternity leave is totally something to be proud of. I love socialism. Poutine. French fries, gravy, cheese curds. If Again, like, I also like poutine, but, you know... He's talking to America about what he has to be proud for. And he's basically said socialism and, um, you know, cheap, cheap, uh, French fries, gravy, and cheese curds. Like that's what he's proud of as a Canadian. You're proud of your socialism and this f food dish curds. If angels own food trucks, they'd make poutine bagged milk it's more environmentally friendly plus it feels like you're holding a cold wet baby so that's not a canadian thing that's a ontario thing and it's totally stupid um and it's not environmentally friendly uh i mean on a leftist scale it's not more environmentally friendly why because that bag gets thrown in the trash in alberta the theory is that you return it to the bottle depot and then it gets turned into something useful again so how is the bagged milk more environmentally friendly uh, i guess because um you know you have the pitcher uh they have these milk pitchers that they use where they fill up their their they put the when it's not open 
I think, what they do. I don't know. If Paula's still here, she could maybe explain the milk bag process to us. But I think what they do is they snip, like, the tip off the bag. And then they, like, put it in their, in their like, weird milk pitcher thing. And then they, like, pour it. But it's not more environmentally friendly. That's stupid. Because you're still throwing out a garbage, a plastic bag. And also, here he is just looking creepy, hang, holding this burrito milk. Um, but yeah, so he's proud of bagged milk. These are still not things to be proud of. So you... And beer. Actual beer. Not yellow water. Beer. And lots of it. Butter tarts. So drunkenness. Eh, whatever. I don't even care. Um, yeah, apparently American beer is like way lower alcohol percentage. I didn't... I don't know anything about it really. I never had one. Because I don't drink. Butter tarts. He's literally just going through Canadian food. That's what he's proud of. He's just proud of food. If you put sex and gold into a blender, you get a butter tart. First of all, gross. I'm sorry. Of course, hockey. We did it first. We still... I forgot about that part. I forgot about the part that he mentioned. Intercourse. So, forgive me for that. We'll do it best. But American teams win the Stanley Cup. American teams, Canadian players. Oh, and... Yeah, so check that out, right? I mean, can, we are notorious for that. Well, basically, whenever there's a Stanley Cup team, we look at how many Canadians were on the team. We go, yeah, but it had 11 Canadians. <laughs> Again, you're just trying to make mountains out of nothing. No, That's not anything to be proud of. Um, when a Canadian team wins again, then we'll talk. And, and look, now he's going to rub in KFC that Colonel Sanders lived... <laughs> lived in Canada. And to your KFC point, Colonel Sanders lived in Canada. So we made it even better by pronouncing it KFC. It's true. He lived in Canada from 1965 to 1980. Yeah, that is weird. But it's true. But you know what we don't have? What? Pennies. Because they're stupid pocket weights. Yes, getting rid of pieces of our currency is stupid. You're stupid. For thinking that pennies are bad. Y'all do have some stuff to celebrate, I guess. Yeah. Sorry. Alright, guys. Apparently the live coverage... Here in Canada, oh, no. we're very aware. Um, apparently... Uh, the live election results are coming in now. Is it on this? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just looking at the website. I'm just hitting the old refresh. Um, yeah. You know what? I, I wish that... Um, maybe. Maybe if I go... Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah, here we go. So there's still nothing. Oh, oh, here we go. 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 Hold on. <clears throat> oh.
It's Facebook. There we the go. The procedures we performed covered okay. and security um, of, the, of the mail-in ballots, the verification process of the ballots, the in-person voting process, and finally the process over the security, integrity, and logic of the tabulation software providing the election results. Thank you. Hmm. For some reason, I can't uh, full screen it. So that's thank a, you, Sam. Oh, it's and in to the full screen. Team at Chroma K for no. your support and professionalism. Now, I would like to invite our chief returning officer, Rick Orman, to explain the voting process. I hear it's too quiet. I'm hearing that it's way too quiet, um, but uh, I'm trying to remedy that, but I can't. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Um, my name is Rick Orman, and I'm the uh, chief returning officer. And our job is to oversee the leadership election and ensure compliance with all the rules and all the procedures. I was assisted in this task by three exceptional deputy returning officers, Doug Caswell, Ken Bradley, and from Edmonton, Andy Travoy, and by five excellent in-person DROs, those that were in the remote sites, Ian Brody, Linda Lowe, Stephen Butt, Gail Langford, and Don Hubble. And we were supported by over 250 party volunteers who dedicated countless hours in helping with our verification process for the mail-in ballot and as poll clerks at our five polling locations. I'd like to thank uh, all of these uh, volunteers for their hard work and their loyalty to their party. And let me tell you, if anybody thinks this party is in trouble, they ought to come and talk to me because I saw over, I saw 2,000 hours of volunteer time to make this process work. The bylaws of the United Conservative Party require that a leadership election be conducted in a one-member, one-vote system. Unlike the federal party, we do not have a riding-by-riding weighted system. In Alberta, one membership means one vote, no matter where you live. If anyone wants to answer this question in the audience, leader, that would Kennedy be very helpful for me. The question is, when staff. does Kenny officially leave if after office? The first round, no candidate receives a majority, then the lowest place candidate will be dropped from the race and we will relocate their ballots based on their... There is going to be a majority. Danielle Smith this is... Um, if she doesn't win, it's fraud, basically. 
She's so popular, there's no chance that it's not going to be her. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the time has arrived. Here we go. We have the results for the first ballot. No candidate has received a majority of the valid votes cast, so we will go to another ballot. Leela Ahir has dropped off from the race, and the next choice on those ballots will be redistributed to the other candidates. We had 84,593 ballots cast there's no way that there wasn't a majority and I will read to you the percentage received by each candidate Leela Ahir 1.65 percent Brian Jean 10.99 percent Todd Lowen 7.68 percent Rajan Sani 2.11 percent hey Todd Lone getting 6.8 is pretty good. 6.9%. Danielle Smith, 41.31%. Yeah. Travis Taves, 29.35%. You know what? Those are actually pretty accurate, I think, so compared to polling. Those are, the results of the first those are very we'll accurate to polling. Five minutes with uh, the redistributed numbers. Thank you. Oh, I see. Lone got 7.7. .7. He actually did better than he was polled. I think they had him in the bottom three, but I could be wrong about that. All right. I mean, that's interesting. Ooh. No, we don't want that music. Okay. We're going to turn the volume down on this. We're going to keep it running. Um, oh. That's not what we wanted. You guys can't even see what I'm doing. Put up Cliff's comment. Round two begins soon, I think. Oh. So, I mean, I don't know, guys. Well... Oh, sorry. I bet my sound was gone for a bit. My bad. Let's share another video while we're waiting. This one's called How to Fix the Problem with Mainstream Media. And it will make you very irritated. It um, is almost... its I would call it nauseating. Maybe, I think. It's a really bad stuff. So, let's check it out. Wait, do I still have it up? Yeah, oh, oh, there it is, okay. So I'm going to mute that. 
I don't know if it was still playing on your guys' end. Are you tired of how mainstream media ignores the news stories you think are important? How it never seems to report the news that you want them to? Relax. Now, there's a solution. Actually consuming mainstream media. That's right. Just sit down and actually watch the TV news. Listen to news radio or even, and stay with me here, read it in a newspaper. This guy... <laughs> This guy literally, like, someone, like, is he being paid for this? Right? Because then, then I see these local news affiliates, uh, like, uh, and news ho or, like, uh, local media hosts, like, sharing this content. And I'm like, is, he, is it just bought and paid for by the media? Is that what it is? Put in the effort. That thing that you said mainstream media didn't even cover? They covered it yesterday, but you weren't watching. You were See, so check it out. I'm actually going to use this. I think we're going to do another whole thing on the hot take on this video sometime because this is going to, I'm going to teach you guys what gaslighting is. Oh, and the uh, other thing has started again. So let's get that back up there. And oh, nope. Oh, wait, what was I looking at? What? Where was that? Let's call it 11%. For ease of conversation, oh. Todd Lowen, we had a great chat with here, 7.6%. Oh, and then... no, nah, it's, it's just old guys talking about stuff. Um, Yeah, we're not doing that right now. So anyway, guys, uh, back to this. So you think about that, right? Um, Let's go back and just check this out. They covered it yesterday, but you weren't watching. Right, so that's... uh. That's a deliberate um, misrepresentation of the criticism of mainstream media, right? Um, no one's saying that they don't cut. Well, okay, again, it's not. It's very. It's it's generally not about they're not covering something. It's about that they're covering it inaccurately and misrepresenting it, like COVID for two years, right? But you've got this guy here telling you that you're an idiot and he's not even telling you he's not even representing what your actual criticisms of mainstream media are right and then other people watch this and he's just doing people on his side a disservice because then they act like this is true and funny and then they say this to conservatives or libertarians or whatever who think that if uh, mainstream media is fake, which it is. Uh, and then, um, and then they look dumb because they don't actually have any arguments because they just listen to this guy. You were busy scrolling in an algorithmic bubble that makes every specific thing you're interested in the most important thing in the world, at least on your screen. Or in some cases, what you think is an important news story isn't even actual news. It can't be confirmed or it's already been completely debunked. You might be confusing what you think is news with a social media post you saw somewhere by some rando. Anyone can make one of those. Look, I'm doing it right now. So relax. Mainstream media is not social media. And that's probably a good thing. Again, the projection is mind-blowing. Um... Let's go back to this and see how these guys are doing. 
see quite a bit of down ballot support for Danielle and various from various candidates. Probably a little more spread out than you might think. We are back. Um, but uh, look, Travis Dave. We are back on the Western Standard live feed. Candidates in the race, including the former finance minister with 20-some MLA supporting. That's a tall order. Uh, you know, all, all of our polling has always indicated from start to finish, our internal polling has been between kind of 41 and 45%, anywhere in there. And uh, yeah, that's where she ended up. So it's not a huge surprise at all. I think people were obviously, a lot of people were excited about the idea of a first ballot victory that's not really something the campaign was ever counting on. Well, where it is right now, just mathematically, it's going to take a good number of them to close that. Uh, the first two candidates, Alila so here drops off. Uh, not a lot of votes to go around there. Uh, the second to drop off is almost certainly going to be uh, Rajan Sani. Not a lot of votes there as well. Uh, and then by that point, it's possible Rebecca Scholes will then inch ahead of Todd Lowen. I I really just can't see Ahir and Sonny votes going in big numbers to Todd Lowen. Uh, it's, it's just not very not very naturally congruent. Um, do you think it's going to take going down, assuming Gene stays in third, he's at around, uh, what was he, 11% right now? 10.9. Pardon? 11%. Oh, yeah, okay, 11%. Do you think it's going to come down essentially to the final ballot where Gene's going to have to drop off? I, I could see that happening. Um, cer certainly, I would think it would be five or six ballots before this is decided. I'd be very surprised. I know coming into this, Danielle thought it was going to be a long night. Uh, no one in our campaign thought it was going to be a, a first ballot victory. Uh, I, probably everyone's supporters think they're going to they're going to do well, right? Like yeah. better than maybe that they are. So, uh, look, you got Travis Taves, excellent candidate. You have Rebecca Schultz, rising star in the party. Uh, Todd Lowen, one of the so. Also, also, once it gets to Todd Lowen, I believe personally that all those number twos for Todd Lowen are going to be Daniel Smith um, and vice versa, right? Uh, not that that's going to help Todd Lowen at all, but basically Todd Lowen, Todd Lowen, all his number twos are Daniel Smith, almost guaranteed, I think. For Brian I don't know. It, I, I haven't seen the results yet, but uh, uh, I think I think people are a lot more complicated than. Oh, I think we're we're going to the. I'll keep going. Um, we're complicated. Like I think people are. It's hard to just place them in one camp. You can't just say, oh, because I supported Rebecca Schultz, I'll second ballot Travis Taze. People are complicated. They vote on different issues. Uh, you'll see a mix throughout, I think, yeah. including for Brian. Uh, we're we're going to break from uh, our chat here for a moment and go to the floor uh, stage of the Conservative Party's campaign. Okay, so uh, more silence. Oh, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, the um, first thing that I want to say is congratulations to all the candidates and all their supporters. I, if anybody knows the task of running in a leadership, and I know the commitment and the time and the hard work that goes into it, uh, those people are very important to our party. And even though uh, we will be dropping one candidate off at a time, uh, we cannot forget the contribution that they've made 
to uh, this process. Uh, I'm getting told to refresh, but I, God, this is so the weird, man. 124,000 memberships that we have in our party is to a large extent because of the hard work of the candidate, okay, let's all the that. candidates and all their supporters. I uh, now have the results for the second ballot. Here we go. No candidate has received a majority of valid votes cast, so we will go to another ballot. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah, I guess because Leela here had no votes, so it doesn't Raj affect anything. Raj and Sonny will drop off with 2.66%. Thank you, Rajan, for your hard work. Brian Jean, 11.25%. Todd Lowen, 7.71%. Rebecca Schultz, 7.32%. Okay. Danielle Smith, 41.41%. Travis Taves, 29.66%. So I will go back. We'll redistribute the uh, the second choice ballots of Rajansani's, and uh, we will then be back with those results. They've all been on one big, multiple choice ballot. Um, so not a lot went on there. Uh, so uh, you had a here's votes distributed. Uh, maybe you took notes, but there, there wasn't a lot of noticeable change. I, I, maybe I wasn't paying close enough attention. I think, in terms of percentage, I think uh, Sonny was the only one proportionally who moved up. I think those two were kind of seen as fairly aligned anyway. Nothing happened, though, really. Um, but we've got uh, Todd Lowen still ahead of Rebecca Scholes, overperforming. Uh, Todd is a fair bit stronger than a lot of the expectations, a lot of the polling. Still obviously no path to victory for him but i uh, those strong top low numbers have probably got to make you be feeling good i think it's the conventional wisdom and then it's not always right but the conventional wisdom is todd votes are uh, a shy danielle vote right I, I would i think so i mean i think uh obviously todd and danielle are very aligned on some of the key issues particularly on provincial rights uh, particularly on freedom and uh, lockdowns and those things, so there's some natural there's some natural connections there. But uh, you know, Danielle is going to draw support from uh, also from uh, Rebecca Schultz. To Danielle's from Calgary. Rebecca's from Calgary. Uh, Daniel's popular here, and as is Rebecca. So again, it's not going to be just along lines. You'll for for sure each candidate will have their preferred second choice. Uh, but uh, I think at the end of the day, I think it'll be close. But uh, again, happy where happy where she is right now. Well, you can certainly see if you um, if you add Todd Lowen's votes to Danielle's, you've got your fifty percent. Maybe that's uh, too much to expect. But you've also got Rebecca Schultz there, another seven percent. You just said that uh, that's a winning combination in Calgary. Well, you know now we're talking about. 57% if you add them all up. So, I mean, it, it, it's, it, there's a clear path. But can you put together a, a possible path for Travis Taves from those numbers? Uh, I mean, I'm sure it's always possible. Until you get 50, anything's possible, right? So, um, you know, and, and the votes are cast. They'll be what they'll be. 
Um, and he has run a, a strong campaign, raised a lot of money similar to us. He, he, he worked just as hard. Um, all the candidates worked very hard. So I think I mean, if it, you did the math, I don't want to keep saying it, but it is true. Like basically he, right now, Especially right now, you'd have to have um, you'd have to have a whole bunch of Schultz, Schultz's votes and Lowen's votes to go to Taves and not go to Danielle Smith. But those are going to be mixed up between them. Brian Jean and Schultz are going to be mixed between Daniel Smith and and and. Uh, and and Travis Taves, but Todd Lowen, I think you're going to have a lot of people. You have a lot of people going to Daniels with. Actually, this guy in this comments on here says, Rebecca Schultz and Todd Lowen's second votes will get Daniel Smith to win. So that guy believes that Schultz's second choice people are going to be for Daniel Smith. But I don't, I don't, I don't know enough about her to be honest. So I don't know. Guys, if you want right now, while I've got the volume down, if you could, if you could please like and share this video, um, that would be very helpful. And now I'm stuck here until the third round, at least maybe the fourth round even. I don't know. I don't know, man. But now I'm stuck here. So it is what it is. We're all here together. All five of us are just chilling out, watching this go down. And I'm going to have to change the title of this video after and put in that I went over this stuff. So while we're waiting for this painful, painful thing to happen, or sorry, this isn't painful. I'm... While we're waiting for this election result, I'm going to show you another brutally painful video to get us through the day together. This one's called Reasons Not to Wear a Face Mask, my friends. Prepare to be excited. And uh, like I say, we'll go back and check in. As we all work together to get through these strange and trying times, one issue has become a sticking point, wearing a mask. Mm. For some, wearing a mask isn't a big deal. Some say it's actually a small deal, a temporary inconvenience, similar to sitting on your sofa and the cushion is comfortable, but not perfect. Yeah, that's not what it's like for lots of people. You don't know what other people are going through. This video is two years old, so this is like at the start, and he's just hammering you and making you feel like garbage because he's actually pushing the narrative that masks actually worked and helped people. For others, wearing a mask is a much more serious issue. The following are actual medical reasons you may not be able to wear a face mask. A severe skin condition, such as a severe burn, a severe lung disease, or you're under two years old. In which case, please give mummy her phone back. Um, unless you are under two years old or in some jurisdictions under five years old or in some jurisdictions under 12 years old. Uh, so that was all subjective too, bud. Sorry. But what if none of those actual conditions apply to you? 
What if you maybe can't wear a mask because you suffer from one of the following conditions? Here we go. Scienceitis. Acute. Oh my goodness. This guy, man. Wussness. Selfish syndrome. Chronic dickishness. Pathological ignorance. Or severe moronness. Don't worry. Now there's a solution. If you suffer from one of those conditions and don't want to wear a mask, just stay home. Seriously, don't go out. Stay the hell away from me. Let the rest of us just get on with it. Wow, man. I mean, there really are no words for that, per se. Oh, he's back. All right, we're back. Todd Lowen has dropped off from the race, and the next choices on those Todd Lowen will be redistributed to the other candidates. Based on number twos, I guess. Brian Jean, 12.07%. Wow, really? Rebecca Schultz, 8.02%. Wow, really? Danielle Smith. Come on. 41.7%. Oh, my goodness. There's a good, this is, this is going to be. Lowen, 30.41%. Wait. Oh, you mean Travis Todd Taves. Lowen had 7.81%. You mean, he means Travis Taves. So we will be back. Sorry. He, so he, he messed up. He meant Travis Taves, obviously. Um, clearly. Wow, do you see what's happening right now? She's staying at 41.7 and he's gaining. Did they're I gonna, say Travis Taves they're gonna, off the ballot? They're going to do something crazy, man. Did I say that Todd Lowen... Oh, and now there's no audio. There's no audio. Oh, there we go. Rebecca Schultz, 8.02%. Danielle Smith, 41.70%. And Travis Taves, 30.41%. Sorry if there's any heart conditions out there. Oh, there's lots of heart conditions now, buddy. <laughs> there are lots of heart conditions now. Um, so... Yeah, we're just going to keep crushing these videos in between, I think. Um, you know, why not, right? <sighs> I don't know. What is the exact opposite? Like, what is the inversion of funny? Could someone... Ex You're shaking things up a little bit. Could we someone... Ex Bradley from our oh, it's so loud. And Nigel here has been Could someone explain to me what the inversion of funny is? Because it's not this. Because he or because he's not funny. What is the polar opposite of funny? Um is it just unfunny or is it anger inducing stupidity? Like see, he's got like a uh, I'm just going through his thing right now, but he's got like a private versus public health care that I haven't watched and just things like that. Um, he's got a couple songs. You know, he likes he he fancies himself a uh, funny songwriter. Um, I'm gonna try to find another video. 
yeah, it's got to be coming up here soon. Yeah, here we go. So, why am I subjecting you to this? Why? Because I want you to suffer with me. That's why. Oh, wow. I'm having a time here. Nam. Having the time of my life, never felt this way before. I know, I just sang on a live stream. Okay. Oh, hi. You're just the person I was looking for. Do you ever think about how some people complain about being told to do the right thing, but you know there's no way they do it on their own volition? Because doing the right thing was subjective and unprovable at the time, guy. Because you know he's he's still talking about COVID, right? Like he, that's all he talked about. You do? Well, I think I've got a song that might help. Do you ever wonder why they paint lines on the road? You'd think to any average idiot it'd be obvious on which side to go so here's an objective standard crashing vehicles into people um will kill them wearing a mask and doing covid protocols didn't help anybody you're wrong guy well it's because people are stupid there's another thing um he does this chorus like three or four times and it's Really, really, really painful. People are dumb. If you think they'll do the right thing, sit back and watch them gleefully do the wrong one. And I'm thankful People that it blanked stupid. out his swear word. People are dumb. We can't be trusted to even muster the great power to do what's best for everyone. Some of us are smart, for sure. Some of us are not. So we need help to tell us what to do. Otherwise, we'll get up. People are stupid. People are dumb. Just tell them that their problems aren't their fault and they can blame someone else and they'll eat it up. So check it out. Do you see what he did there? He actually said something true, but about the exact opposite people because we understand now after watching this guy's videos that he is a deranged leftist so what who is he talking about he actually just described a real problem right how do you get people to vote for socialist parties you tell them that the problems aren't their fault and that and that you'll help them and then they vote for you you your political ideology thrives off this bro Anyway, I, I mean, who am I talking to, right? You guys know. People are stupid. People are dumb. Left to our own devices, we'll spiral into crisis and expect someone else to clean it up. Critical thinking seems like quite a lot of work. Why bother with the details? Why concern yourself with words? Someone says they'll set you free Well that sounds good for sure And just saying you're a 
impressed is way better than if you actually were. See, listen to that. Hold on. He just said saying you're oppressed is better than if you actually were. It's way better than if they'll set you free. Well, that sounds good for sure. And just saying you're oppressed is way better than if you actually were. See, so isn't that fascinating that um, he would actually have the gall um, to say something like that? Right. He's saying, um, that, uh, just say you're oppressed and, and it'll, and it'll work out. Right. Or just say you're oppressed to, to get votes and to get attention. That is exactly what the left does. And I guess we are starting again for all the people that have survived this far. So that's pretty fun. And we'll go back. Boom. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the results for the fourth ballot. All right. No candidate has received the majority of valid votes cast, so we will go to another ballot. This is full trash. Rebecca Schultz, with 8.37% of the vote, drops off the ballot. The remaining candidates' percentages are Brian Jean, 13.5%. Come on! Travis Taves, 31.92%. Okay, there's no way she can't win. Danielle Smith, 46.21%. There we go. And, like, why do I feel this, like, feeling of I want her to win? Because I don't know, man. Oh no. He could win. Uh can he? Forty-four. If you add oh my goodness. Man. All right. Well, we're back from uh what was that, the fourth round? Uh, anyway. It's getting pretty exciting around This is painful stuff. Um let's finish our song here. Oh, I'm not playing it. You know what? Forget it. Let's just put the comment. But uh, Daniel Smith, the lion's share. Uh, Nigel, have you got uh, the numbers for us? Yeah. Okay. So, Something uh, crazy is going to happen Daniel here. Daniel Smith, 46.2%. At the last go around, she was at 41%. She only needs 4%. She only needs 4%. half of Schultz's vote. In the loss, he was 30, um, 30.4. So he picked up some when Tom Lowen dropped off. And uh, Brian Jean moving very slowly, but it's not really... Look, 13.5% is not going to happen. And Rebecca Schultz is where right now? Rebecca Schultz is sitting at 8. Uh, 8.4%. 8.4. So she drops off now. Now they're going to redistribute her votes. Uh the conventional wisdom, which has been mostly right tonight, is that you know, Taves will probably get the lion's share of that. Some to Gene, some to Smith. But by this point, there's a lot of dead ballots. There's going to be a lot of dead ballots coming into play. So percentages could change even where votes aren't moving around. Uh, 
So we're joined now by uh, Michael Solberg. Oh. Uh, he is uh, is it partner? Partner. A partner at New West Public Affairs. Uh, very experienced in Alberta politics. And close to my heart. Yeah, so that's something that's something to think about. If 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 a bunch of those votes go to Travis Taves, it it brings down it brings down Daniel Smith's percentage, right? That's what I just realized. Oh wow! I think by most people's accounts, nobody expected it to go four or five rounds, and we're obviously at four, and we're trending further. I think Danielle will still pull this off at the end of the day, but. Uh, the UCP membership certainly made it interesting, and we've seen some surprise performances, namely from Todd Lowen. I am doing commentary, Cliff. He very much outperformed the poll. I had to go pee. Plus, they're not going to take down my video. It's like... You know, the ballots haven't clearly decided a winner, and we're going to round five. Cliff is worried that Western Standard could get my video taken down, but I mean, I usually only get like 12 views on YouTube and no one notices it. But also, um, I am doing commentary. I could do more commentary, but it's kind of hard. Um, it's kind of hard to do it, you know? It's kind of hard to do the commentary. But guys, um, what do you think? Who's going to win this? Does Travis Taves come back with a vengeance? Is that what's about to happen? Are we about to see the biggest scam ever? Is this like thousands of mail-in ballots, hundreds of thousands of mail-in ballots rolling into states at 2 o'clock in the morning when everybody goes to bed? Is that like this? Is it? We don't know. Let's find out. are going to uh, cast Danielle as uh, second on that ballot. Uh, you know, keep in mind, we have Brad Wall supporting her, Ronna Ambrose supporting her. These are strong conservatives. And Danielle is a strong conservative, so I suspect that uh, she may get more support. She is not a strong conservative. Think. Not including the dead ballots, uh, the dead votes. She is not a strong conservative. She is extremely left-wing on many issues do i like her better than travis taves absolutely but that's not saying much so that means we're going all the way to last ballot gene drops off yeah and i mean she's not she doesn't need to win half of jeans at that point she's gonna have to pick up a decent number which is where she'll probably still win nigel for sure um your confidence has got to be shot. Both of you is. You're going to get first ballot. Just a loser out here. Your guys' advice is useless. So for those, of, those people joining the program late, we thought that Danielle would take it on the first ballot. Foolishness. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the wise old guy over here. Oh, we've got another one. All right, here we go. Go to the floor right now. All right, guys. What happened? Are you ready for this? Are you ready? There's no sound. That's not my fault. Gonna try and see if that gets me some sound. She's gonna have to pick up. Oh, seriously? A decent number, which is where. There we go. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the results of the fifth ballot. Come on. Not yet. 
This is garbage. No this is garbage. Received the majority of the it's a scam. Passed, so we will go to They're going to have Travis Taves win. I guarantee you. You watch. Off from the race, and the next choices on those ballots will be distributed to the remaining two candidates. This is garbage. This is garbage. Here are the uh, percentages per candidate. This is absolute garbage. Brian Jean had 14 0.83%. Only 1%. Travis Taves, 37.8%. Oh. Daniel Smith, 47.73%. Let's go. We'll be back in a minute. Oh, my goodness. Hey. Woo. Oh, that's good. <laughs> this is making me sick. I don't know how you good. feel. I mean, just, if you're in Alberta you're right now dry, and you're watching good. this, uh, I don't know how you don't feel sick right now. I feel sick that this is happening. They are going to take her votes. They are going to take her win. They are. She has to get... She has to get... The only downside I see out of this stuff is brain intrigue. All of Brian Jean's votes have to go to Travis, basically. Like, 9,000 of them. No. No. I can't do the math because I'm dumb. She's got to get... She's only got to get a couple thousand. Actually, what is it? She's only got to get... Like, she's only got to get, like, 2,000 votes. Only 2,000 of those have to go to her, right? Because he's got 12,000. 12,000. This is nerve-wracking. I'll turn it, I'll turn it back up. They saw that it couldn't happen, but it doesn't happen very often. Well, keep in mind that Brian Jean has spent the last several weeks coaching his supporters to vote for Danielle at the bottom of the ballot. We'll see if that comes into play here. I, I'm not sure it will. I think Danielle will squeak this out. But what a result. I can't believe it's gone this far. Uh, and the question now is, is it good for the party? And this is crazy, man. Party six months out from the next election. So, yeah, this is crazy. Should have voted, Devin. Yeah, totally. Yeah, my vote for Todd Lowen with no one else on the ballot totally would have did it. I can't believe that Brian Jean said to put her at the bottom. I know the Sovereignty Act thing he was against. I get it. And there's some serious, there's some issues with that. What do you think is going to happen? Let me know in the comments what you think is going to happen, you four people who are watching. 
with me. I mean, there's always going to be a few people who just won't be satisfied. But whichever, whoever wins, what do you think, Mike? I think that Western Standard uses the exact same system that I do. I think they use the same system I do for streaming. They don't have time to, to infight. They don't have time to not be united. Uh, it's going to be very close. It's going to be a total war going to the next election. And frankly, Rachel Notley has all the momentum right now. I, I, I don't know. I'm going to challenge you on that one. I think Smith has to get the Sovereignty Act out of the way fast. For sure. He has to get it. So, and that For is sure. the more divisive issue. A majority of conservatives, For regardless sure. who wins tonight, hold we've got. For sure. The Sovereignty Act is actually always more popular than Smith. Which made it flabbergasting to me that... You know, Cliff Kenny says, Smith with 50.1, a message from Kenny's ilk. It was more popular yeah. than her, and they were right. linking her to an issue that was more popular than her. Right. Um, but I, I feel like they have to get that off the table first, pass it, show that the sky's not going to fall. Okay, this act is passed, and all that's happening is Trudeau can't come steal your guns. Right. Okay. Right. Because if they don't pass that, if they wait till after the election... Uh, two things. One, Danielle Smith has then not kept her word. Right. And I think those who are voting for her, they're voting for her on the issues and because they believe her, but there's still a trust issue with her. If Travis Taves by, wins by getting a bunch of number twos, that's really bad. That is way worse. That is way worse. That is, it's it. You have an NDP government next election. 100%. If Travis Taves wins... There is no chance that the NDP is not your next government. Okay, I, believe I believe we're going back to the floor here. We're going back. Are we? No. All right. Oh. oh yeah. All right. Let's get ready to puke. All right. I'll be a speech right after this. We got Also, real quick, if you want to watch this video after to watch the speech, because I'm going to end the live stream once we know, uh, I'm posting the link in the comments to the live stream. And um, and uh, so that you can go watch it uh, after, because I am going to end the live stream after this. All right, ready? Ladies and gentlemen, we have the results of the sixth ballot. Our members have elected a new leader. Please welcome the next Premier of our province, Danielle Smith. Oh. Fifty-three percent, okay. Slightly better than Jason Kenney did on a yes-no vote for whether he stays leader or not. Okay. Okay. Why do I feel relief when I know that it's still going to be bad? I, it's a crazy thing, honestly. Um, it, it, can you explain that? I mean, I guess it's just because she's the better option out of the two, right? But, um, yeah, Daniel Smith, guys, is your new leader. Let's see what we got going on here. Um, guys, if you want to keep watching the live stream, the link is in the comments, but I am out. I did not get to a Bible verse today, but we are almost two hours in. So guys have a great night. Thanks for sticking it out with me. All three to five of you. Good night.
and I hope uh, I hope that Danielle Smith does a good job. <laughs>